Hello. Hi. Welcome back to the dark side. I'm your host, Brianna. I'm Dickles. <laughs> Dickles here, the signature Dickles socks. He's going to try and tell you that it says Dickies, but I'm, I'm looking at him and it definitely says Dickles, so. Dickles in my Dickies. You've got quite a few nicknames. You can be the, you know, when, when we need you or we need something, you're the producer. Mm -hmm. If we're just, you know, vaguely referencing you or talking about what you do, then you're the knob wench. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, you're just dickles. Yeah, I'm the man with many hats, and you're the ma'am with many cats. <laughs> oh. Guess what we're going to do today, Dyson? Dickles. <coughs> dickles. What are we going to do today? How? I would say for like the past four, five episodes, mm -hmm. five episodes, I believe, has just been straight up murder. That is true. I think five sounds right, right? Three episodes of the Four City series. And then Hull's Hill. Hull, Hull, <laughs> Hull's Mill. Yep. Hull, Hull Mills. Hall Mills murder. Oh my god, I could see it in my head and I couldn't say it. And then Jody Arias, so it's a lot of murder. It is, it, there's a lot of uh, uh, of uh, uncalled for deathage. Deathage. Yeah. Deathicky. Deathicating. That's, well, actually a really good hybrid word. Because like you shit your pants when you die. I don't know. I've heard that a lot. I think sometimes you do. But then there's always someone who no, goes. No, sometimes you do. And I would I would say it's a good 60% minimum of people who shat themselves when they die. I mean, like, it's better they're not holding it in. They have no choice. They're dead. Yeah. Unless they, like, a good way to go out would be if, like, you just had, like, the most killer shit of your life. Yeah. So you're just, you're cleared right out. And then you die. Oh, and then you die. Yeah. Oh, okay. First so one, then, then the other. So yeah, 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 yeah. It's so, a killer shit. Technically, you didn't shit yourself when you die. Exactly. It would you, not be one of the 60. Yeah, because you just, you already, you already you let know. that go. Oh, and then satisfying. you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we want to talk about, yeah, this episode is going to be, um, you know, the mysterious circumstances around, do you shit your pants when you die or not? That yeah. is the question. Mm. <laughs> no. Oh. the question. We're going to do something different. We're going to do something spooky. I love it. We're going to do a little spooky spooky. And like the, we haven't really done anything spooky except when we did spooky solstice, which was just also something different. Was that you or me? I, was, I think that was me. <laughs> you, you were like, hmm. Hmm? Yeah, I had my mouth open because I was ready to say something and it just uh. Yeah, he has his mouth open because he was ready to say something, not because he's just a mouth breather dickles. Look, the pandemic's been hard, right? I'm wearing the mask and I realize that ninety percent of the time now my mouth's just gaping open like a fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking Napoleon dynamite over here. <laughs> That's what happened. He took his moon boots off and I saw his socks that said dickles. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true i came here it was it was a very nice gesture i got you i got you flowers and and a picture of you that i drew and it <laughs> took me four hours to do the shading on the upper lip but <laughs> it's so good yeah. but for some reason above the picture it says Tr trisha <laughs> weird <laughs> guess what 
What? Today, we are traveling overseas to far away in mysterious lands of Transylvania. To the most haunted forest in the world. And, you know, it could give Dracula a run for his money. Because this place has got, like, just an insane interest that's growing worldwide because of the consistent reports of paranormal happenings and unexplained phenomena. I'm very very excited about this. I am very excited. I love spooky shit and I love the woods and how spooky the fucking woods are. Oh, it's great. I'm excited. I I don't want to go camping for the next... Well, it's already fucking dead of winter, but you know. It's dead of winter and also you said you love the woods, but I think you just meant you love wood. Just because I'm wearing Dickel's (laughs) socks, all right, does not mean that I go for wood. The Hoya Bashu Forest is 55,000-year-old forest in Transylvania that spans approximately 617 acres, which is equivalent to about three square kilometers, and it's considered one of the most haunted places on Earth. Mm. 55,000 years old. Yeah, there's a lot of shit to gather up for a haunting. So much. Hoyabashi was referred to locally by a few different names, but it is mostly known by the name Romanius Bermuda Triangle. Oh, shit. Because of all of the weird spooky-ass shit that happens in it. That explains all the boat disappearances. The boat's in the woods. Why are they there in the first place? That is the mystery. That's actually terrifying because, like, I think I speak for a lot of people when... I say, before I grew up, I thought, like, the Bermuda Triangles of the world were going to be a bigger thing than they ended up being. Same with quicksand. But to know that... Oh, my God. Okay, keep going. To know that there is a Bermuda Triangle that consists solely on land, very close to us, relatively, that's terrifying. I don't like that. I don't like that it's breaking the rules of triangles. Oh, yeah. Well, there's another one, and it's way closer to us, and I think it's called the... The Queens Park. Oh. The Bennington Triangle, I think. It's in New England. I think it's called the Bennington Triangle. And it's just as fucking spooky, if not more. Mm. It's got everything. Cryptids, haunted highways, creepy waters, everything. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. You want to go there? I mean, it's a giant ass triangle, so we could probably go there. New England's not that far. Yeah, I love going into spooky shit and doing stuff I'm not supposed to. I'd definitely die first in a horror movie, but uh, it'll be on my terms. You would, Dickles, you would. So this this fucking spooky-ass Romania's Bermuda Triangle place is said to be inhabited by ghosts and aliens and is home to many spooky incidents from disappearances to physical symptoms suffered by those who enter. That's not good. You know, and of course, like anything that's really fucking cool, they're skeptics mm-hmm. who say the ghost stories and urban legends, they're all just part of, part of like entertainment's sake to keep the forest a popular attraction. The Hoya Bashu Forest is so popular with people interested in the paranormal that it's been featured on TV shows like Ghost Adventures and Destination Truth. While some of the stories about this legendary location may be exaggerated, it is hard to ignore the fact that something is going on in this forest that we do not completely understand. But I'm going to tell you all about the weird ass shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, you can be the judge. 
All right. Do you want to be the judge, Dickles? I want to be the judge. I already have shit to say. I'm already ready to go. I'm fired up. Can't oh. wait till we get there. <laughs> oh, fucking K. Music. I have some symptoms. Just to Ooh, tell you. Yeah. Let's hear about those symptoms. The other symptoms I have, I don't really want to speak about publicly, so we'll talk about yeah. that later. Yeah, okay. Happy we Valentine's. should, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Beware. <laughs> Sorry, then you're not really breaking news with it. Beware those who enter this forest because many people who walk in, even if they're like, you know what, I'm just going to go in for a quick second, get just a quick little spooky, spooky scare. Yeah, they'll walk out with unexplainable burns, bruises, rashes, scratches, headaches, high fevers, or a combination of these symptoms. Some even suffer from severe anxiety and paranoia, claiming somebody is watching them. That's fucked up, too? That's fucked up? That, oh. So come out with those, those burns, bruises, rashes, scratches, headaches, high fevers. It sounds like a Pepto-Bismol song. Indigestion, upset stomach, <laughs> diarrhea. Oh, you burns, died. <laughs> burns, bruises, rashes, scratches, headaches, high fevers, and combination of the 500 things. Okay, I spilled my wine. Oh, all right. Well, that didn't take long. <laughs> I got so carried away by my... Oh, ew, it's going between my toes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, is, this is my nightmare. Oh, it looks like a crime scene. Oh, oh my sofa. I would never walk out of a forest and I go like, it's haunted and, and I really want people to believe it. I would not lean into, here's my proof. I walked out with unexplained rashes <laughs> and, and scratches. You also come out with a dude that you've never met before. <laughs> Hi, this is, like... this is Burn. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give you a sick burn. <laughs> this is Bird. I just met him. We're in love. <laughs> yeah, so on top of all of those other f fucking symptoms, some people even suffer from severe anxiety and paranoia, claiming that there's somebody watching them, which is so creepy. Yeah, I hate that. There's an eerie silence that fills the air, interrupted by footsteps of unseen figures. Voices, giggles of women, uh -uh. or screams of young children. Oh no. So you're like, oh my god, it's so quiet in here. Why is it so quiet? And then all of a sudden, you shriek. Oh, because like a forest would like isolate you if you get deep enough. It would just be like a sound. Yeah. Period. Kind of like on a fresh snowfall and everything's so quiet. And then you hear a random fucking scream. Oh, no, thank you. People even hear the sounds of deer and horse hoofs when there are none to be seen. Okay, well, the deer fart's kind of funny, but yeah. Hoofs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Farts? You said fart? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Playback? For real? It sounds like you said fart. You don't have to actually play back. I, I but... said deer part. Oh, yeah, well, you said Well, if you heard a deer fart, I'd ask you why you were so certain. <laughs> that was a deer fart. Jim, was that you back there? No, 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 that was a deer fart. 
That's like when we went hiking. We were walking past another couple, and I went, "Oh, look, a shrew!" And you thought I was talking about the other couple. I did. I thought you were talking about the other, the like that girlfriend or whoever the woman was. I thought you were calling her a shrew, and I was like, "Tyson." <laughs> and then you were like, "What?" And then you pointed at this adorable little rodent thing. Yeah. And I have only ever heard shrew used as like a diss, like, "Oh, she's being a fucking shrew." <laughs> I had no idea a shrew was a was an animal. Yeah. And I thought you f- were like face to face calling this random woman a shrew. <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't walking past you saying shrew. I, I would have gotten an earful for no reason. <laughs> I'd have been like, "What, you motherfucker, calling me a shrew? Look at you with your raggedy ass dickle socks." I don't, I don't think they would have found my body. Ow. Not, not at least until the thaw. Yeah, that smacked right off your teeth. <laughs> Let's get worked up about the shrew. Mm. I was prepared to fight for that girl I don't even know. <laughs> I was like, whoa, you can't come out here calling random people shrews, Dyson. It so, is irrelevant. Uh, so there's deer hoofs. Mm-hmm. People will be like, oh my god, did you hear that spooky sound? And people are like, yeah, that must be a deer hoof. And it's like, what? There's nothing around here. We're alone. Some people even see orbs floating near the trees or you'll take photos later and see faces in the photo that like you totally did not see in person and then sometimes there'll be like you'll be like walking through just going on a nice little a trek you know just going through the forest it's spooky it's quiet and all of a sudden a mysterious face will appear right in front of you what the fuck or i don't like that that's like, specific you'll get that like you know like that creepy paranoia feeling and you'll be like oh, what is that i could totally feel someone watching me so you'll look over and you'll see glowing green eyes staring at you from the distance oh. there's even like unexplainable bright orbs that just collectively like gather and swirl within the woods and if some people have caught them and they have any sort of like thermal detectors it's shown that they're producing like no heat source or signatures so it's like don't know what that is that's spooky as all hell Mm -hmm. i've definitely had the like walking and then the face like appears but like if i was in the dead of a woods i would fucking lose what i've done i've had that where i was just like but i just assumed i was tired you can't give me that look your advice is always just ignore it (laughs) consciously in your waking life you have had a moment where you are walking winding your own damn business and a face mysteriously appears right in front of you yeah it's kind of like a flash have you not okay all right well no i can't say i have is this on one of your times when you haven't slept for like 38 hours no but i usually am kind of tired so uh. okay so anyway continue on that's normal (laughs) it's also dark i mean i don't know somebody had me anyway (laughs) yeah if that happened when i was in the forest walking i think i would shit myself hey you have a killer shit and then die yeah that is the optimal way to let that happen i guess i think so so uh, among all of those things they'll make you shit your pants you'll be walking in this in this trail you know think thinking oh i'm having a great time this is lovely and but like all around you there are these trees that scientists have like tested looked at examined whatever the fuck and they're like okay these trees are 200 years old why the hell do they still look so young and healthy Mm. and most of them are twisted at the trunk and they're all like shaped and shaped weird almost as if they're like contorting themselves and it looks like they're reaching out at you and all of them 
when they're contorted and shaped weird, they all turn in a clockwise direction. They all do the same direction. Yeah, they all grow in the same direction. A Ew, clockwise direction. I don't like that because imagine there's a bunch, how disorienting that would be. It is. It, it would be for sure. Yeah. And that makes me think of that spooky ass fucking spooky hollow tree that the headless horseman comes out of. Oh, yeah. And it's all like clock, like the bark like goes up it like clockwise oh, yep. and it's all spirally and creepy and it does look like it's reaching out at you. Oh, has anyone ever dug into it to see if it bleeds? <laughs> or Johnny Depp? Hello, can you please uh, hack hack at this tree? He's... Oh, when Johnny Depp is hacking into it and those heads all... Roll out. They all like roll out and look at him. Yep. Fuck, that's a good movie. How is that a Tim Burton movie? I think it was Tim Burton where he still had to ad- ad- abide to some expectations from the people funding his movies. I think that's what happened. So, people believe... That spirits lurk among the trees and that their shape was influenced by some sort of like mysterious force or energy that like lingers in the woods, the forest. And like, like I said, how scientists came, scientists came out to like just kind of examine them, see how old they are, whatever. So obviously they were examining them to see what could have contributed to the weird growth that they have, like the pattern, the structure, the clockwise stuff, all of that. Mm-hmm. And they cannot figure it out. They have no idea why they grow in this fucking spooky old fashion. Yeah, that's super strange. And you the, think and they'd have a, like hints to work off of too. You'd think so. Yeah. But so they, they don't can. because they've never, like no one has ever seen trees like this. They only grow in this forest. Really? No other trees ever that have been like found or pointed out or whatever studied one of a kind tree i'd like to think that there's at least one scientist in there that was like see i fucking told you man in a goddamn triangle like this shit doesn't go your way poyana rotunda is a part of the forest where nothing grows it's completely free of all vegetation oh there's grass it's just grass. So it's in a forest and there's like fucking trees and, you know, other vegetation all over. And this space is just nothing. It is just a almost a near perfect circle of grass and that's it. And a lot of the paranormal activity that people experience, witness, feel what have you, it all seems to be concentrated in this space where nothing grows but grass. And even that it's minimal. Ew. And Wait, is it in the center of the forest? Fuck off. This yeah. is like the heart of the yeah, forest. Yeah, 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 it is. It's like, it's in, it's, it is like the heart of the forest where nothing will grow. And it's this huge clearing. It's a near perfect circle. And it's referred to as the dead zone. And when you, because when you go, like, go into it, you're like just surrounded by the rest of the forest because it's a fucking dense forest mm-hmm. and you'll feel eerily like removed from everything. You'll feel like you're kind of like in the middle of nowhere. It doesn't really have like a good vibe, sense, space, whatever about it. And you will f- you will feel like overwhelmingly that from the edge of the clearing, 
that people are just watching you standing there staring oh, at you. Oh, that actually gave me goosebumps. How creepy is yeah, that? I was, I was picturing myself standing there and I didn't like it. And you'll be like standing there just trying to like get your, your like grind yourself however you can, but you can't because it's so, it's such a spooky, weird place and oh, you will. God. Imagine trying to figure out like you got disoriented for a brief second I know. and you can't think of where you came from. It's indistinguishable if you were out there in the middle of it. You'd have to know or have a compass or marking or something. Maybe now that it's. I don't trust. I don't trust any compass the moment I walk into that mm-hmm. fucking dead zone. The good thing about that would be that now it is a bit more popular, so maybe there would be more clear markings or indicators of how you came in or out, but... Well, yeah, so there's is, not as many deaths in the it's forest. It's scary, right? And they literally, it's referred to as the dead zone. And locals, like I said, like considered this part the at the heart, the epicenter of all of paranormal activity and they call it the essentially home of all of the ghosts that haunt the forest Mm -hmm. and there has been like photos taken while people are in the in this we'll just call it the circle while they're in the circle and it's revealed the photos reveal like hovering shapes above like the tree line and in the tree line there'll be like outlines of human or humanoid forms Oh, I don't like that. And the... The the only thing that I was imagining that would be scarier to me is if you hear a weird sound. Mm Mm-hmm. Are there weird sounds in it? There must be. Well, I would imagine, yeah, because... Well, actually, that's a good question because I was going to say I would would imagine, yes, you would hear weird sounds. Because there's people who just who just you know or have living their life going through the forest hiking on the trails whatever and hear mm-hmm. creepy sounds but the whole point of the, how creepy this random clearing is is that it, it has a different feel than everything else you do feel so isolated you feel like you've been removed from where you are mm-hmm. maybe maybe it's like <laughs> I, got, I got anxious about it maybe you don't hear anything well the- maybe it depends on time of day I'm I'm specifically imagining that, and we have to sh- we have to share this on Instagram. But I I also am reluctant because it's, I think it might just scare the shit out of your followers. Come on. But um, in Ontario there was uh oh that member I think I showed you once where People they were don't like know if it was a yeah well the, the indigenous community was like that sounds like a fucking Wendigo. Ooh, careful saying that. Word. And then uh while. Well, it sounded terrible. I know it was. It was a creepy and, video. And uh, we could put it. Out. We could share it. Yeah, do Maybe it. I have Give to stop being so like hyper anal about the layout of the Instagram. Oh, I don't know. You put it on a reel. I guess that's true. Yeah, because it'll be longer. But I'm imagining that fucking sound, which I remember reading the um, stories that were coming yeah. out, like the news articles, and uh, like. Um, all the scientists that were analyzing it and all this kind of stuff. Like they couldn't pinpoint it to the sound of like they a, had a, a no idea species of bird, animal. The closest they could get was a mating sound of some sort of mammal. But, yeah, I but think they thought it, it they were like, up. oh, maybe it's like a buck or something. But they're like, but realistically, that's a long shot. We have no yeah, idea. Yeah, we'll put. We'll make a reel of it. It is really spooky because yeah. you did send that to me, so I totally still have the link somewhere. Yeah, we could find it. That but, was a really creepy, and to imagine that you're in the middle of this fucking I, the heart, the and you don't know where you came from, clear heart where vegetation doesn't grow, and mm. you hear that spooky ass sound. 
crypt yeah. also is it is it bad luck to say when to go yeah it's not when, ideal when, when but i mean also we don't want to we aren't indigenous and oh okay well but steph like steph um when she is up north obviously they're so far up north a lot of the oh yeah you know but okay a I'm lot sorry of the community is bad. like but with, i wish like there was another yeah and they straight up won't say it they believe in it a hundred percent and they all have their own little stories experiences legends whatever about it and they straight up will not say it and if you do they're like well fucking bye well well there's a lot of distance so but it's cool though i think i think that's the indigenous like urban legends and folklore and stories are so cool oh it it's really it's It's really so cool yeah it's it's really cool because it it ties so well with like just where we are for once you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like usually like oh someone talks about like canadian canadian kind of uh, like no stories and stuff like that you gotta elevate give a platform for these type of things yeah is that what you mean yeah no because it's like usually like we get we get stories that like try and like prove like our like solidify like identity in in canon and stuff and it's usually just american shit you mm-hmm. know what i mean like so anyway i gotcha so the, in this in this fucking creepy ass place where no one knows what the fuck is going on in this spooky ass clearing the soil in in the clearing has been tested and no anomalies of any sort have been found that would point to whatever is preventing the growth of trees and all of that jazz Mm -hmm. there is a layer of grass and that is it but the soil has been tested to see what the hell is happening here in this near perfect circle Mm -hmm. no anomalies have been found just from a basic sort of surface soil surface level soil sample so the the soil's fine there's no reason surface level soil sample oh can you say that Dr. Seuss could. <laughs> I am Dr. Seuss then. <laughs> <laughs> surface level so so oh, surface level soil sample. There you go. You just have to see it, visualize I it. Do. Yeah, yeah, that helps. Surface level soil sample. Staple of a triangle is the disappearances. Yes, it is. There's a few local legends surrounding Hoyabashu. One tells of a shepherd and his flock of 200 sheep that vanished into thin air. When locals went to search for the man and his sheep, obviously, they all returned with eerie stories that did not add up and they all had strange rashes all over their body. And in the interim, when they would keep going out there to search, these parties would go out to be like, we got to find find him and his sheep what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. they never found him they never found a trace of him or his sheep and no remains were ever found they literally vanished into thin air 200 sheep Hit, um the shepherd and his 200 sheep wow and there's another story of a five-year-old girl who went missing she wandered into the forest alone and people were extensively searching for her but the girl was never found. Really? Then, five years later, she wanders back out like nothing happened. Five years. 
five years later, she's wearing the same clothes that she was wearing on the day that she went missing. She hadn't aged a day and she could not remember anything about where she'd been or what she was doing. It was like, it was like for her, it was a minute and everyone else was like, what? You've been gone for five years. Oh my God. That's fucked up. That's creepy. It's so creepy. And then uh, there's this other story. I've only, I only read this in one source, but there was a story of a woman who went into the forest and she disappeared and she would always carry this 15th century coin with her in her pocket. So she goes into the forest and disappears. And then years later, like decades later, a different unknown woman comes out of the forest that no one's ever seen or, or known about. And she has that same 15th century coin in her pocket. What the fuck? Oh. I know. So it's just some of the weird ass disappearances. It's not like you just find a 15th century coin somewhere. No, and it's so specific. Yeah. And and in line with the five-year-old kid that went missing. And then just comes out like, what, guys? What's going on? Why are y'all being weird? And they're like, why are we all being weird, Sally? Because you've been missing for five years and yeah. all of a sudden you're before our eyes. How long until this is a Shyamalan movie? Oh. Yeah. That'll be good ass movie. So you know how like uh, this whole uh, creepy ass place has these disappearances. Well, it's estimated that there's been roughly one thousand people that have disappeared in the woods in total. In me, one thousand people. About, it's it's roughly a thousand people that have disappeared, and it's speculated that the forest is home to a mysterious portal. That allows people to unintentionally time travel or travel to other universes. And the two stories I just told you about the the girl, the shepherd, the three stories, actually. Girl, the shepherd, and the woman with the 15th yep. century coin. Yep. Those kind of support that activity. Well, I can see fucking why. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're someone who's like, that's insane. There's no portal that lets you unintentionally travel to different realms or whatever the fuck. Right. All right. Well, if it isn't home to a mysterious portal, then perhaps the land is being visited by other life forms. You know, making it a place of extraterrestrial origin. Ooh. Interestingly enough, the forest first became famous in 1968 when military technician Emil Barnia was out in the forest with his girlfriend and a few friends. It was a sunny August afternoon and his girlfriend told him that she saw something weird. So he walks over to where she's standing. What do you know? He sees it too. So he looks up in the sky and there's a shiny silver disc hovering. Luckily, he had his camera with him. So before the object flew away, which it did very quickly, mm -hmm. he was able to capture some photos. And the group only saw the UFO for a couple minutes, but Barnia later developed the film and he saw that he really did capture that UFO. And his photos were actually published in local papers. Mm. You know, naturally. Yeah. Pe many people were skeptical. Yep. Yep. Some said it was probably like the classic, especially for in the 60s. It was weather balloons. <laughs> I love the weather balloons. It was weather balloons and they were shot in odd circumstances and odd lighting. 
You have to understand the particulars. Investigators looked into weather balloons, blimps, whatever, to see if they were in the sky, that particular area of skies, on the day and in the area that the group witnessed the UFO. Nothing could be found to explain why these photos captured something mysterious silver hovering in the sky. The photo negatives were also examined to see if Barnia had altered the images in any way, but no evidence of tampering could be found. And in the 60s, that would be much easier to recognize. Absolutely. Yeah. It would be much easier to alter film because you did get those like strips. You know, well, I mean, if you're looking into like the 90s, you got those brown, thin strips of negatives. Yep. I don't know what it would look like in the 60s, but there would be negatives because you had to develop them. It would be much more obvious if they were altered. Yeah, you would recognize if they altered the negatives and you would recognize if, because back then it was a mechanical way of altering things. Yeah, There'd yeah, be yeah, yeah. slices or cut marks mm-hmm. and like even, even like notorious photos of like, for example, I believe it was like Mussolini, one of the most infamous versions of like editing this kind of material was like Mussolini would notoriously uh, disappear, air quotes, people. Mm. But there would be photos of them with Mussolini beforehand. So he <laughs> would he would alter the image so that the photos no longer had that person in it. But you could you could tell. Mm-hmm. You and you could specifically pinpoint to where it is. Whereas now with digital, you have to actually like do like I guess like an analysis, like a data analysis almost. Yeah. But like there's physical ways of telling when it comes to like. If we're in the alter- 60s. Yeah. Because it, it's all, it's all like right, it's handheld stuff. It's physical film. Yeah. It isn't, well, I just snapped this on my picture and there was no development. Um, yeah. I just snapped this on my phone and there was no developing of picture needed. Yeah. You can't wipe the EXIF data yeah. out of Whereas a physical film. in this, they were like, not... all right, give us the camera. Give us the developed photos. Give us the film. Let's see. And they yeah. were like, no, nah, like straight up, this is the photo that came out. Yeah. Yeah. I swear. I, I had the doggy ears and the tongue sticking out when I took it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. I swear. And then since uh, Barney's experience in Hoyabachu, hundreds of UFO sightings have been reported. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a few theories out there as to why the forest is such a hot spot for paranormal activity. Starting in the 1960s, conveniently also when the creepy UFO sighting started and all the paranormal activity was reported to have started, Mm -hmm. mysterious tombs and houses were being discovered at the north. Oh, my God. I should have looked up how to pronounce these. Hit me with it. At the north of Valia Lunga, archaeologists were brought in to dig. And between 1960 and 1994, they uncovered the oldest Neolithic settlement in Romania, believed to have been established around 6,500 BC and belonging to the Starkivo. Koros Kreese culture. I know I fucked that up, okay? Mm-hmm. Just let me have it for trying. The site provided evidence of religion and ritual practiced among these early settlers. 
The evidence includes a cemetery and a shrine or sanctuary. Now, in the center of this sanctuary area, a vessel was found which indicated ritual significance. It was very unique, and it's the first known pottery of its kind ever found. Analysis of it revealed evidence of the world's oldest paint. They found a mask, which archaeologists think to be one of the oldest in Europe, and it showed similarities with examples found in Anatolia, displaying the same quote-unquote coffee bean eyes. Oh. They They recovered a pot with two mouths, the oldest ever recovered polished stone tools and the fine clay clay used for pottery provide further evidence that this was a quote-unquote high-tech stone age society the site is four meters isn't that creepy oh no thank you isn't that so sorry i just i googled i googled the masks and uh, they're they're creepy looking They're scary. These masks are not meant to look like fun Mickey Mouse masks. They are something else. Exactly. And and that's like the whole point of this is that if there was this ancient society and they were doing all of these unknown, like to us, unknown religion and ritual sort of practices and they have, it's obviously ritual because they have the certain pottery, vessels, masks, everything that they're using. Mm-hmm. God knows what they were practicing, conjuring up, whatever. That could have stayed with the land. Yeah, no kidding. And um, oh, uh, yeah, I'm actually. That looks kinda... like Undertaker Hangman esque, right? Doesn't that look like a Hangman sort of fucking sack? Yeah, yeah, these are actually terrifying, and I'm closing the page now. <laughs> so what else is like really weird about this is that this site that the archaeologists were working on, examining, uncovering, whatever. It was four meters underground. Mm -hmm. So four meters or 13 feet underground. And another unique feature about this settlement that they were uncovering is the absence of later settlements on top of the Neolithic site. So according to the archaeologists, the site was abandoned during the Neolithic era, probably because of like some sort of conflict or war, famine, plague, something along those lines. You know, dark history type shit. Mm-hmm. And it was re- it remained undisturbed for the last 8,000 years. So whereas in a ton of times, especially in these zones like Romania, where it's a high traffic area over the span of the of the world no other settlement ever developed on top of it so it was this perfectly preserved and just to put it in perspective like neolithic era is 10,000 to 4500 bc yes so all of those years afterwards just yes. nothing fucking so 10,000 to 4500 bc this one was dated at around 6500 bc so the mid neolithic era yeah that's a very very long time it's like around the time when it is first not first but widely reported based on archaeolo- archaeological findings of migrant settlements So some people believe that the forest is haunted by peasants who lived in this ancient society. And these peasants haunt the area because they were murdered. Oh. And the unease that people feel when hiking through the forest 
is from these tormented spirits who are trapped within the wooded confines of Hoyabachu. Terrified visitors claim to observe heavy black fog and then visions of the tormented spirits from the ancient society. Uh, ew, really? They got the drama of it too with the heavy black fog? These are some extra, extra specters. Uh, Dickles, they're not extra, they're tormented. Oh, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you're gonna love this. This is for you. Mm. I'm hit or miss on how I feel about Reddit. For the most part, I like Reddit. You can get on yeah, there. Yeah, you're like me then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You, but I don't, I, like, out of everyone I know, you use Reddit the most. I went on Reddit and I was like, let's just see what sort of forums they have about, uh, Hoya Bashu, and if there's any like haunted forests or Transylvania subreddits, whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Of course, there is because it's Reddit, mm -hmm. and there's a Reddit and a subreddit for literally anything. Yes. So I was reading through it, and it was it was really entertaining because there's some people who are just straight up assholes. Like, yeah. I didn't put it in here. I loved it. It was so funny. It was like, um, this. It was like a paragraph like this big. So I'm holding my hands up, and that's like so. That's a very, very big paragraph. That's like a novel if long, someone texted you. I don't to know. You. Huge, huge paragraph, and mm -hmm. someone was like, "Cause the for the um, the Reddit title, like the forum or whatever title was um, creep like, oh my god, I just heard about Hoya Bashu and like what is going on with that place? Is it haunted? Mm -hmm. essentially that's what the title was mm -hmm. someone was like yes it's haunted and they started listing all of the like um sort of like uh key words all of the things that make something haunted all of the like really like trigger words everything that was like oh my god this is what a haunting constitutes yeah let's talk about it yeah and then my mother carried the karma on through the family for years and whatever <laughs> and then at the end they just put dot 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 no, you fucking idiot. It's a forest. Why the fuck would you think it's haunted? And it was so funny because all the comments under it were like, oh my God, that is so rude. Do you know where you are? You're in a subreddit for this place. How dare you comment that? Yeah. It was so entertaining. Sometimes Reddit is so funny. Yeah, sometimes it's incredibly so funny. Sometimes you're just like, these, these so people funny. never leave their fucking yeah, house, do they? exactly. It's yeah. so funny because... It's sad. Yeah. You're like, are you really going to take your time to comment that to troll people? Yeah. Yes, you did. Equally, there's people who take the time to read it and then comment about how inappropriate their comment was. Yeah. Which makes it funny that they commented on it. So then you have the next comment under it being like, I can't believe you commented on that. That's so funny. But then <laughs> you fall into that because yeah. you also took the time to read both comments to comment. Yeah, they're a bunch of pearl clutchers, and oh, it's just, it's, it's perfect. It's so entertaining. So anyway, yeah. I read through this forum, the sub, this subreddit about the Hoya Bachu forest, and I found two comments that I loved, mm -hmm. and I thought you'd appreciate. All right, hit me with it. The first. On this forum called, like, Is It Really Haunted? That's the subreddit? Pretty much. It's, it's Hoya Bachu and the subreddit is like, well, I don't know. Is this fucking place really haunted? Oh, the, the post was. The post okay. is Hoya Bachu. Is it really haunted? Is this place really haunted? And how do you know? Essentially. Yeah. Okay. Catchy title. 
I should have wrote down exactly what it is. No, it's probably just exactly like that. Go and fucking find it if you really need to. Anyway, I'll read you the best comments. There's two. Well, it depends. There are nights when nothing happens. You can go there and camp, but sometimes strange things happen. Four friends had a pretty creepy situation happening there in the spring of 2018 during nighttime. What sounded like an old man coming at their tent in the middle of the night asking them nicely for about 10 to 20 minutes, something like, can I come in? Hello? Can I come in? They said they were staying there, sitting, motionless, and nobody had the guts to move a finger. And they kept hearing, can I come in? Hello? Can I come in? Was it a crazy hobo or prankster? Paranormal? I couldn't tell you, and neither could they. When all of a sudden, it stopped. They went out and ran all the way to the road outside of the forest and went for the tents the next day. Yep. How creepy is that? Yeah, this is the last thing you fucking want. If you think that you and your homies are just going to post up for the night and have a good time, but then there's there's a, a weird old man hovering outside your tent for for like a good 20 minutes. So... You say, okay, in the grand scheme of things, 20 minutes isn't a long time. 20 minutes is a long-ass time if you're sitting in a tent, quiet, afraid, waiting for this thing to go away. 20 minutes is a lifetime. Yep. And this thing just keeps asking, can I come in? Hello, can I come in? That's so scary. Did they answer it? No, they sat there. I, I would they be sat like, there quiet, motionless, and nobody would even move until they thought for sure it was gone. And then they just booked it for the road, probably yeah. like hid out in their car or wherever they were. And then during the daytime, went back and got their tents. Okay, here's a question for you: If that happened to you, what would you do? I would. Mm. Like if it, like not the booking for the if if you were sitting in your tent and all of a sudden you just heard, "Hello, can I come in? Hello." I wouldn't be scared, I don't think. I think I would just be like, what the fuck is going on? Or like, the fuck do you want? Or, and I would yeah. probably get out of my tent because I'm an idiot that way. I would too. I would have gotten out of my tent. I would have gotten out of, and been like, the fuck is going on here? I mean, I, both of us aren't stupid though. We would both have something I have ready. Backup, some sort of weapon yeah. or authoritarian, authoritative stance of some point. I'd have an author- authoritarian stance. Authoritarian, you know, I would get my... <laughs> I would get my um, fucking Kant out. I don't know. Is Emmanuel Kant authoritarian? No. <laughs> I was going to say yeah, I think you're thinking utilitarian. Utilitarian, I was. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't know, my Kierkegaard. And I'm like, no, he's existentialism. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so. Michael. My Kumas. But no, I would not. I would not be in my tent and just let some weirdo roam around it, going "Hello, hello." I think you might have had a good chance of scaring him away. Hello, can I come in? That depends. You read Kierkegaard. <laughs> that depends. Have you read Soren Kierkegaard, the existentialist father of the foreign lands? <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> you you just out out crazy crazy you know. Oh, it's a good it's a good. Oh, I saw this. Speaking of Reddit, actually, I saw this picture and it was like the, the way to 
the way to treat people who are crazy is to out crazy them. So if someone goes like, "Oh, do you really believe in the moon landing?" or, or if they say like, "Oh, I think someone, I think they faked the moon landing," mm-hmm. you got to respond with, "Oh, you're one of those people that believe in the moon." That's great. I'll tell you what I believe. I believe we went to the moon. Mm-hmm. The footage you see? I don't believe it. No? I think that was faked. Mm. The footage? We went to the moon. We didn't shoot that footage. Mm. On the moon. We shot that footage in a studio. Yeah. You know what? I don't need to tell you about it. Why don't you just go watch Operation Avalanche? That is a fucking good movie. Oh, God. I knew it was from somewhere. You know how... Have you watched Operation Avalanche? Mm Mm-mm. You know what I'm talking about, though? Yep. It's like Matt Johnson. Yeah. I know. God damn it. I love him so much. If you haven't watched Nirvana the Band the Show, watch Nirvana the Band the Show. Mm Mm-hmm. Good ass show. All right, so that was the first Reddit comment. All right, which was pretty—I well, don't know—that was pretty spooky. Yeah, to be weird, I wouldn't let it go down, but it's still spooky. Yep. And then the other comment I saw that I liked—I mean, I don't really know what to make of it, so maybe you can help me. Um, it was about the clearing, so that creepy ass near perfect circle where nothing grows. Okay. Someone said, according to Douglas James Cottrell's channeling on the matter, he claims there was a navigation and charging pylon there for aircraft and antediluvian, antediluvian times, which was powered by a large crystalline piezoelectric generator. That is still functioning in a random, unfocused way underneath the circular clearing, creating a gravity disturbance, along with all kinds of odd interdimensional phenomena as a result. So that was probably hard to follow because I'm an idiot and I can't pronounce half of the words, but essentially the psychic went there and channeled the area and there is some sort of bizarre technology generator whatever the fuck that's used to operate normally and maybe wasn't completely removed and is now functioning on random terms and is disturbing the gravitational pull and whatever the fuck and it's making odd interdimensional phenomena happen yeah those words sounded made up to me (sighs) it's reddit okay yeah well the fuck was something about aircraft and pylons (laughs) A charging pylon where the aircraft in antediluvian times. I don't know what antediluvian is, and I also might be making that pronunciation up. Annie, like, Annie up. A period chronicled in the Bible between the fall of man and the Genesis flood narrative in the biblical cosmology. Okay, if I googled that term, I wouldn't have included this. (laughs) okay (laughs) all right so as mentioned at the beginning there's obviously a ton of skeptics when it comes to the haunting of the forest uh, since there's no evidence but many argue that there is evidence and 
its unexplained phenomena and poltergeist activity is well documented. Okay. Just ask Zach Bagans. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now we're fucking talking. We're going to bring Zach Bagans into this. Yep. God bless that man. My boy ZB. <laughs> ZB. ZB. So in season eight of Ghost Adventures featured a very special two-hour Halloween special called It's really it's it's original, are you ready? Transylvania. Oh that's it. Yeah. That's right. Transylvania. Okay. Yeah, 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 of course. Hey you know. It's punchy. We're talking ghost adventures here. So since the veil between the world of the living and the world of the dead is thinnest during this spooky season of Halloween. Mm-hmm. The Ghost Adventures crew uses this as an opportunity to uh, spend Halloween in Transylvania since it's the time when, you know, spirits are free. They're roaming around the earth. They're they're wilding. Barriers thinnest, so, you know, you gotta... They gotta seize the moment. Yeah. So this two-hour special features the team's journey to Dracula's home turd... Turd? Oh, no. <laughs> Gross. Oh my god, I wrote turd and I I totally meant turf. <laughs> I put home turd. Okay, alright. This two hour special features the team's journey to Dracula's home turf searching Tragovisht Castle, Hoya Bashu Forest, and Hanadora Castle. On a quest to contact Dracula and the spirits associated with him. So that's nice. It's a tour special. They're going to go all over the place in Transylvania. But for obvious reasons, we'll be focusing on their well-documented experiences in the forest. Mm -hmm. Their mission is to get to the heart of the activity. That near-perfect circle. Of course. That absolutely fucking ominous... Uh, what do they call it? A tundra? Um, uh, Poyenta Rotunda. Rotunda, sorry. I think it's... <laughs> tundra. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was what I pictured in my brain anyway, but yeah. It is the, yeah, Poyana. The Poyana Rotunda. Poyana Rotunda. Tundra. So, of course, you know, ZB, he's out there. He's got his whole crew with him. Aaron, uh... Whoever the fuck else. Aaron, the others. I just always remember Aaron because they totally fuck with him. <laughs> so they document quite a few creepy things. So mm-hmm. the first the first thing of note is, you know, they're they're prepping up. They're they're a paranormal investigative crew. They're going in it. Mm-hmm. And they start to hear some creepy sounds. Drumming. Chanting. And what's that? Oh, a subsonic sound? Oh, is that a f- really low frequency that is driving them insane? Hmm. AKA spooky noises. Yeah, it is. <laughs> is that not enough? Oh, you don't just want to hear weird ass shit? No. Then they start to get some physical contact going on. 
Zack and Billy feel an energy come and go as they make their way into the center of the forest. Mm-hmm. And then the like cult... It's, like it's stalking them? Yeah, like just like, oh my god, do you feel that? Oh, it's so oppressive. You know, good good words like that. And then, of course, classic equipment starts to malfunction. Mm-hmm. So the thermal imaging camera that they're using, it starts to go haywire. So while they're shooting into the forest, like they're walking through it, and they're just shooting sort of like B-roll or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yep. It is just losing its goddamn mind and malfunctioning. Oh. And then you got the classic sightings. So Zach and Billy notice this ball of light that is like moving through the forest, but it's like deep in the forest, so it's far away. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of like doing its own thing out there. So, and they also start to notice that that orb that they're seeing, whatever light form they're seeing, is changing colors. So they're like, holy shit, it's red. No, it's orange. No, it's yellow. And it just starts to get bigger and bigger. That's, that almost sounds exactly like the sightings from when we were listening to another podcast and they were talking about how meat started falling from the sky. Oh, my God. I think and they were talking Kentucky. about They were talking about little balls of light that were changing color. But they were prowling across the, um, like, uh, like almost prowling across the moor. But they were changing color and shit. But now they're over here. Yeah, now they're in, in Transylvania. So then, of course, they reach the best, the best part of the episode. So they're they they've been trekking through the forest. Mm-hmm. They've been seeing some weird shit, hearing some weird shit. Mm-hmm. But they're finally starting to make their way to the center. They're making their way to the heart. That dead zone circle. So Zach is making his way from the center of that circle. Because they've made it. They're in it. And he's chilling. And he starts to head towards the sort of edge of the forest from the center of the circle. Mm-hmm. He claims that he starts to feel some sort of energy just take over him Mm -hmm. and at this time the emf detector starts spiking it is going wild and then zach is just like oh oh, he's dying he has so much anxiety that he's starting to freak out and he's holding on to billy's arm really hard as if he's holding on for dear life so that he doesn't just fly away right so it's like after it's like me after taco night all right it is at you after Taco Night because, mm. according to Zach, this moment is the most terrifying experience that he has. Sorry. It's the most terrifying experience I've ever had. Wow. It's like Zach Bacon's is in the room. <laughs> it wasn't just a fucking ghost adventures. Zach Bacon's and the crew that went there. Yep. The uh, crew from Destination Truth went there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So they arrive in Cluj, which is the, like, city closest to the forest. Yep. And they uh, they get in this really small, disgusting, dirty car that Josh, the main investigator, he, he rented online. He's like, you know what? I'm going to be in Cluj. Be nice to have a rental car to get us there. Mm-hmm. I picked that one. He is completely unimpressed by the car that shows up, and he's sure to comment on it the whole time. Mm-hmm. This this car is disgusting. It sucks. I got this whole crew here, and now we got to cram in it. Mm-hmm. He won't let it go. Okay. But, you know, he, him and his whole crew, they do pile in. 
to this fucking dog shit car, apparently. Oh, clown car. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they head over to meet a dude named Adrian to learn more about the forest. Okay. So, uh, they, and they obviously talk to Adrian. They interview a few residents near the forest. And anyone they interview is just like, yeah, yeah, you, you shouldn't go in there. Don't go, don't go in there. Yeah, so, like, everyone was like, yeah, d- uh, don't. Don't, because idiot. if you, if you do, you'll, you'll probably remain there. You'll probably get stuck there. Because of all of the urban legends about people going in and never returning. Yeah. And how there's apparently up to a thousand people. So, to better... To get a, like to get like a better orientation of the forest, the crew decides, you know what, we should fly over the forest to get a better view. So you know they're talking to Adrian. Yeah, fly and, over the triangle. Yeah. So they're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, we should do that. And uh, the only plane that's available in town is this old piece of shit plane. So Josh, like I said, the lead investigator, he's like, all right, well we got no choice. This is the only plane we can take. Let's go. So they board it, and he keeps calling it an antique because how shit it is. Let's just get in the antique plane. Let's just go. You don't understand. JFK Jr. flew in this plane. It coulda. So while well. they're like in the, <laughs> while they're in the listen, while they're in the air, uh, they're they're in the air. They're scoping out this forest. They're having a great time. The plane it's operating pretty normally. It's just doing its old fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the roof flies off. It's just, boom, gone. So they have to make an emergency landing. Of course, yeah. Shouldn't have gotten the antique. Emergency landing in the the middle of that forest? No, they miraculously turn it around. Okay, that's good. Just land it normally. But then it means, oh, the crew, though. The crew. They gotta get in this forest. Mm -hmm. They gotta scope it out. Then get a proper bird's eye view of it. Mm. Well, don't worry. Don't worry about the Destination Truth crew. Because they... Oh, no. They get a map from Adrian. Adrian gives them a map. And then they rent a bunch of ATVs. So the whole crew, they just they just all get an ATV and they just beeline it right into the forest on the ATVs, you know? So they're using that map that Adrian gave them. They're planning schematics, whatever, on how to get to the center, the dead zone, that dreaded circle. Yeah. But, you know, they're on their ATVs and it's like, oh shit, it's getting dark. It's getting dark out now. You know what that means? We got to set up base camp. Not in the middle of the circle. Oh, well, no, not in the middle of the circle. They haven't gotten there yet. Okay. So they got to set up a base camp naturally they're like hey we got these four night vision cameras and we got these four wireless infrared cameras installed with gps locators mm-hmm. let's set up base camp here and install all these wicked cameras around us mm-hmm. so they do that but they wake up and they're like cool we got this wicked base camp but we still haven't made it to the dead zone that dreaded circle yet mm-hmm. that's our objective we're gonna get there so Yael and Gabe, who are two of the investigators, they are like, you know what? We'll take the north. We'll investigate north, report back. And the other, the rest of the crew, so like Josh, Josh, Rex, a guy named Evan, you know, they're, they're like, you know what? Great. Yael and Gabe, you go up there. <laughs> we'll head south. Right. We're investigating. Right. So they're investigating. 
doing the damn thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm a ima- <laughs> I'm imagining like a Scooby-Doo scenario <laughs> where, where they're like, all right, rest of the gang, you split up. Rex and I are going to go investigate the bedroom. Yeah. It's like, all right, Velma, you go with Scooby and Shaggy. Daphne and I'll check out this box spring. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. A Casper mattress. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, while on the way, Josh Josh sees um, a light, and it's kind of hidden in the trees, so he's he's looking at it, he's like, what the fuck is going on over there? And he's like, oh, that must be a headlamp from one of our team. Maybe it's Yael or Gabe or somebody. Mm -hmm. So he's like shouting over there, like, hey, turn your, turn your headlamp off just to see that they'll, they'll listen to the instruction. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't go off. It's still chilling mm-hmm. so josh plans to get closer and he's like yo rex come on let's go we gotta check out that fucking light let's go and they're running and they're running they're gonna go check out the light and then rex just falls on his ass <laughs> he trips and falls yeah and, and they look around josh is like oh shit rex you good you're good let's look around where'd the light go the light is gone it's gone <laughs> So they just, then it's gone and they ditched that plan. They're like, you know what? Who fucking cares about that light? Let's just keep looking for that circle. Right. So while they're just, they just decide, you know what, Rex, you're fine. You fell on your ass. You're fine. Who cares about that light? We're going to keep looking for the circle. Uh, yeah, yell and Gabe, meanwhile, they are just walking around, hunting, investigating, and they get to the spot and they're like, oh my God, the spot is freezing. Is this a cold spot? This must be a cold spot. And then Gabe is like, oh. <gasps> And Yael's like, what's going on? What's wrong? And he's like, do you see that? And it's this, like, creepy white figure. So Yael, she she takes these photos randomly on her digital camera. She's just like, you're pointing over there. You see something spooky? Let's go. Let's go. She's taking photos. And she's like, I see specks of light in the photo. Look at that. There's an orb here. But she keeps snapping photos. And as she looks at them, she's like, oh, man, these these lights are gone. So Josh, Rex, Mike, you know, the rest of the crew there, they find they finally find the circle and they're like, well, what better else to do than to get our EMF detectors out and check, scope some shit out. Mm-hmm. And they realize that EMF detectors are detecting a huge electromagnetic force. There's their fucking shit is spiking. So Josh is like, this place must be spooky as hell and haunted. So he takes a soil sample mm-hmm. and he's taking photos and Mike is like, oh, my God, look over there. And there's this fast-moving light. So Josh is like, I'll go check it out. So he starts running towards it. He's like, I'll go check out that fast-moving light. But, of course, it disappears. And he's, like, out there with his thermal imaging device, and it's just it's broken all of a sudden, you know, so they couldn't pick anything up on it. Mm -hmm. And Josh decides it's time to record EVP sessions. But we got to do it solo. So he's, like, he's going out into the middle of the clearing. He's sitting there. He's like, I designate 30 minutes to each of us to do these creepy-ass solo EVP sessions. What's an EVP? Um, it is an, a little machine, and it detects electro-voice phenomena. Oh, okay. So it's like that thing that you'll see any sort of paranormal investigator hold that looks kind of like a remote. Yep. And they'll kind of point it around, and at the top of it, it'll have this um, half-arc uh 
with a little needle mm-hmm. with these numbers on it and it'll kind of spike. So I have a little needle and depending on where you're pointing at it, it will pick up the electromagnetic fields. Okay. And the EVP, that's it. Sorry, that's an EMF detector. Yeah, this will this will pick up voices. Yeah, so they're out yeah, there with okay. their EMF detectors, which picks up the electromagnetic fields, and the and the EVP is the electro voice phenomena. So it's another essentially like uh, remote looking thing that records voices. So this is the part where like in every every show like that, they'd be like, "If someone's here, give us a sign," and, and then you'd hear like, "Fuck off." Yeah. <laughs> Usually, yeah, exactly. Usually, like if you were just sitting there, yeah. if you if, so you're you're Josh, you're in this solo session, you would be like, if there's anyone here, give me a sign, and you'd you'd pause, yeah, and you sitting there would just be like, whatever, it's silent. When you go back and listen to it, it's you, typically you when you hear... would you would hear yourself. <laughs> yeah, you would hear yourself ask, "Is anyone here?" And then on the device that you're listening back on. Yeah. You'd hear like my ass is itchy or whatever. <laughs> Don't eat asbestos. <laughs> Preparation H. It's not pronounced kubasa. Kubasa. It's also not tzatziki. Okay, so Josh, he decides that he's out there. He's going to record a solo EVP session in the middle of that creepy-ass circle. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? We're, whoever wants to do it can, but we're going to designate 30 minutes each. Okay. So while Josh is sitting out there, Shara, who's another one of the investigators, they see a white light that is just kind of floating behind Josh's left shoulder. Oh, no. And as soon as they're like, what the fuck is that? It vanishes. Okay. And right when they witness that is when the time is up for Josh. So Evan, one of the other investigators, he's like, you know what? I'm feeling good. I'll take this the second EVP session. Is this the guy that went hooving it over to the one? No, that was Rex. Okay, I was going to say, he's feeling real racy today. No. He's he's ready to go. No, that was Rex who just fucking <laughs> fell right on his dumb ass. Okay, it was the one who fell over too. Yeah, yeah, Great. yeah. So this is Evan. He's yep. like, I got it. Let's do this. So he goes out there. He takes a second EVP session and he's sitting there chilling. He's seated on the ground just like the plan is to use their EVP, gather information, evidence, whatever. Mm-hmm. And without any warning, he's knocked backwards and dragged away from his position. So Josh, who's at base camp, rushes to find him. And him and his crew find him. He's disoriented, but he's alive. He's just being out in the bush, just like, (laughs) oh, my God. He has scratches all over his arms. So while they're, like, trying to help him... Yep. Rex, who's the dude that fell on his ass, he's all of a sudden really ill. He's in the background. He's just like, ah. Rex is having a hell of a time. SOS. <laughs> I hate the Hoyabashu forest. I shouldn't be out here. So Josh is like, you know what? Time out. Time out, everyone. I'm calling it executive decision. We're ending this shit. Right. So then all of a sudden it's like, meanwhile, back in the States. And they're all back home now. They're all yeah. back in America. <laughs> they said, fuck it to the forest. Yep. Uh, the agricultural expert, 
uh, is like examining the soil that Josh had taken from the clearing. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this is soil. There's a. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is dirt. <laughs> there's a. Yeah, I don't know what you want us to look at in this because there's nothing here to support any sort of phenomena or whatever the fuck going on. Yeah. In your weird little circle business. It shouldn't it's, even be there. It's normal. The yeah. soil is soil. It's normal. Yeah. And Josh is like, mm, I'm not done yet. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to talk to my bros, Jason and Grant. And they're the main the like, the main investigators of another show called Ghost Hunters. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Josh is like, I'm going to talk to my boys, Jason and Grant. We're going to go over some evidence. Right. So he brings with him his like EVP session shit. And he's like, yo, examine this. And they're listening and they're like, you know what? This is actually kind of creepy. There's some unnerving results on this. And listening back and there's just weird moaning and giggling. Oh. And they were like, yeah, it, it it's definitely unnerving. It's really creepy. But you know what? It, it could. It, it's probably just an animal. I like to picture it recording of Rex when he falls. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> oh, 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 no one okay, has a, no one has oh, any idea whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> for anyone not understanding we're talking about the grape lady who's <laughs> smashing grapes with their feet <laughs> okay um, yeah grape mashing yep she falls right off that platform and they're like oh. okay you know what cut and they go back to the news anchors and they're like oh Oh, she looks like she might really be hurt. Yeah, no one's even like, oh, I hope she didn't hurt herself. There's no dispute. They're holding their composure the best, the best they could not to laugh because yep. it was so absurd. Yep. So, yeah, and the, you know, uh, good old Jason and Grant, they check it out. And they're like, oh, it's really creepy. But you know what? It could be an animal. Could be an animal, though. Could be. Could be. So they're also helping Josh out. They're looking at some photos and, you know, whatever. And they're like, yeah, I understand what you're showing me here and how you think this could be, like, unusual. But it's totally just, like, specks of, of light. It's just it's just common. It's not orbs. It's dust. It's just it's, it's a normal defect of the camera. Y'all might have taken the photos and thought, like, holy shit, there's, yeah, there's orbs here. But it's just dust particles whatever i can assure you like orbs are not necessarily a common issue whenever i've been filming anything but okay um excuse me are you going except for all those faces that keep popping up you're going to get to what jason and grant of ghost hunters say no <laughs> dickles no i'm not so josh now shows the, the footage to Jason and Grant where Evan was thrown around, pulled back, thrown out into the into the woods while he was doing his solo EVP reading. Right. And and Jason and Grant are like, oh, fuck. This is unexplainable. You know what? You know what? This is totally an occurrence 
alone, all on its own. It's it's spooky. It's fucked. So Josh is like, yes, stamp of approval. This is enough for us to rule that it is indeed something sinister. And the Hoyabashi forest is haunted as hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I was just sitting in the middle of that creepy-ass thing and I just got thrown back and dragged, I don't think I'd need the footage anymore to be the <laughs> first one to tell you that. So this footage is going right in the face of the of all the skeptics who were like, you know what, I'd like to participate in your cool-ass theories, but there is no physical evidence to support your wild claims. Is this another Reddit comment? <laughs> No, it's so going back to what I said before about skeptics. <laughs> right, right, right. So then you got the, that's what I'm saying here. You got Zach Bagans and his crew. You got Josh and his crew. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is the physical evidence you need. Mm. And it's not just, you know, people like Josh and Zach who are out here investigating. There's prestigious publications like Travel and Leisure Magazine. Or BBC. Or have, BBC. That have included the forest among the most interesting and or haunted places on the planet. Mm. And even Nick Cage went to Cluj specifically to visit Hoyabashi Forest. I'm not at all shocked by that. Me either. No. And I don't care what you say. It's probably I him in love there. love me some Nick Cage. It's probably him in there fucking doing this. Yeah. That's uh, my Nick, Nick Cage, Cage face. face. Yeah. 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 It's pretty good, right? It's pretty good. I'm imagining Nick Cage running around there in his fucking bear suit punching people again. <laughs> Nick Cage is great. Yeah. He's dog shit sometimes. But for <laughs> the most part, he's great. Made a career out of being dog shit. So they're specialists from around the world. They're completely fascinated by this forest. You got researchers from Germany, France, the US, Hungary, you name it. They've all spent time studying this forest's mysteries. Mm -hmm. Some have even, while they're studying out there, managed to capture bizarre manifestations on film. You know, like those orbs, creepy sounds, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Faces, apparitions, you name it. And other studies have revealed higher than usual radioactivity produced produced by a natural uranium present in the subsoil. So the past studies that I've that I've mentioned mm-hmm. have just been a basic soil test that have shown no anomalies. So maybe they were just taking surface level soil that has Not been ex- deep enough. Yeah, that has been like exposed to the elements, trampled on, whatever. Maybe they should have been digging way deeper. Can't analyze this dirt. Someone stepped on it. Can't analyze it. It's exposed <laughs> to the element and feet. So these the the one test that were taken was like subsoil. They were digging way down in there. Yep. They were like, yeah, there's natural uranium present here. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe that could contribute to Something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah. it's, important, it's important to know for the story. He gave the forest a little bald spot. It is straight up a bald spot. It's, yeah, no. it's a bald crown of the forest. Oh, oh, I don't like a forest having a bald crown. So there's all of this reported paranormal activity, numerous photographic testimonies of extraterrestrial lights and spheres what have you contributed all of these things have contributed to making the Hoyabashi forest one of the 
best documented paranormal sites in the world. Mm-hmm. And I mean, science, it's got, it has yet to reveal. Nope. Science is not yet able to explain the source of the strange phenomena that happen there. But speculation continues as to whether this forest is a portal to another world or to a parallel unknown universe, whatever. So much going on. Mm-hmm. Probably so much more to uncover. But don't let these spooky happenings stop you from visiting the beautiful forest. Mm-hmm. Those creepy winding trees that I talked about at the beginning, they're plentiful. And the Hoya Bashu is one is the one and only place in the world to find the trees. So go in out there and, and check them out. Yeah. Go deep into there. Just when the sun's probably going to set, you'll have enough time. Go check them out. You got lots of time because there's a there's a bike path now that leads between these winding trees. So if you get on a bike, get your ass out there, you can see a bunch of cool shit. Yeah. There's many places to see, and there's even several springs that have, like, fresh drinking water at the north edge of the forest. So why not get into the most haunted forest in the world and drink the water? Yes. Don't even boil it. Just take a real it's sip from the land. It's apparently very potable. So mm. why not drink haunted water? If someone came up to you and was like, I have a glass of this haunted water, would you drink it? Yeah, I would drink it. 100%. I yeah. would drink it. So so there's like all these local companies up there. And they offer these guided daytime or nighttime tours, depending on, you know, what your spooky little heart desires. Mm-hmm. You can take these tours of the forest where they talk about the history, the folklore, the mystery, you name it. They've got it. Daytime, nighttime, what have you. Sounds cool as hell. Mm-hmm. But you know, at the end of the day, no matter what your beliefs are regarding UFOs, the paranormal, spooky stories, ancient settlements, whatever the fuck. Freaky little, little portals that you come back. and Spooky ass little portals. Time traveling, parallel universe, motherfuckers. Doesn't matter. Yep. Because the forest does provide an incredible sightseeing experience in a land shrouded in mystery and beauty. Mm. And I hope you all enjoyed that. I did. I love that. That's a spooky-ass fucking forest. It's a cool-ass forest, right? I am going to go Google that as soon as we're done here because there's nothing. Yeah, I want to see the forest 100%. You want to see some of the trees? Yes. What do you think? You think it's haunted? You think it's spooky? I think something's going on there. What do you think is going on there? Ah, uh, oh god. I don't know. I have no explanation for that for the kid disappearing and then oh my god, do not go into that forest. <laughs> That's not Oh. It's like the trees, okay. They're not just spiraling. They are <laughs> growing It's severe. It's parallel a sub- yeah. with the ground and then they just curve up like a fish hook. Mhm. Oh, that's a un- that is actually very disorienting too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's and they're all the weird. same. Yeah, and they they all do the exact same kind of growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. So, what do you think? You think it's haunted? I think it's haunted. In whatever, in the realm of whatever the fuck haunted means, yes, it's haunted. E- yeah, I think everyone who's goes goes in there and has that like gut reaction of something's fucking off. So if I say it's haunted and it turns out it's like 
well, it's not like traditional haunted. There's something like yeah, there odd really is the, going on, like the odd uh, uranium, yeah, radioactive, whatever the fuck going on. And it's like, well, yeah, so some sort of fucking spooky shit was off here. That yeah. was fucking with people. Yeah, and also like, okay, if if it turned out like, oh yeah, there was like uh something under the ground, completely explainable, like. I would still be unnerved that the byproduct of that to everyone going in was to see shit like that. Exactly. Like, what did that do? Also, if you think <laughs> about it, this, like, there's that ancient sediment that was found more to the north of the forest mm-hmm. that is 8,000 years old. The forest itself is, is up to 55,000 years old. It's a very ancient land. Mm-hmm. God knows what was happening on it, what has happened on it, what the land has seen. Mm-hmm. To be world, to get worldwide recognition of being one of the most haunted places in the world and the most haunted forest in the world. Hell of a claim, too. It's a huge claim. So yeah. something fucking weird is going on there. Yeah, something, something's off. So we're totally going to post about this on social media. You should let us know what you think. What yeah. do you think? Is Hoyabashu Forest hunted? Do you have other theories? Have you heard about it? What do you think? Let us know. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this week's episode. Rate, follow, share the show, follow us on Instagram, visit our website. You know the drill by now. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Dickles. You're welcome. We'll catch your spooky booties on the dark side. Bye. Bye. So anyway, we're back on the dark side here. It's just me and my co-host today, Dickles. His Dickies socks. It says Dickles. It does say Dickles. You can, you know, say it's Dickies, but I'm looking no, at him. No, stop it. Dickles. Dickles. <laughs> <laughs> Would your mom buy you those socks? Santa. <laughs> oh, no. What did you, what'd you give to Santa in return? <laughs> Dickles. <laughs> I'm not available next week. I have to go somewhere. I have to go to the <laughs> North Pole and dickle Santa's fancy. I hope my tongue doesn't get stuck to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Don't worry, something warm will come on there really soon to peel it off. Oh, you bet. <laughs>